0: Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Wednesday, April 14th. Electrification is the only buzzword in the industry currently. From the retail community to various automaker announcements, there's plenty of talk surrounding the transformation that is about to take shape, and in a major way. It even has one traditional supplier, at 149 years old, reimagining how it goes to market. Vitesco Technologies – formerly known as Continental Powertrain, is a German automotive supplier for drivetrain and powertrain technologies. The name was officially introduced on October 1, 2019, and it originates from the Latin word Vita, meaning life. Vitesco develops intelligent system solutions and components for hybrid electric, electric drive, and combustion engines. And last month, Continental said its supervisory board approved the spinoff the business would be elevated to the independent autonomous mobility unit within its automotive technologies group sector. Continental reiterated that the spinoff is planned for the second half of 2021. It had been aiming to spin off Vitesco since 2019, but had to halt its plans last year due to the coronavirus pandemic. To talk about Vitesco's path forward, we've reached its CEO, Sandy Stoikovsky in Michigan. Hi, Sandy. It's good to talk to you. How are you?
1: Hi, Jason. I'm good. Good to be with you.
0: Sandy, give us a little bit of an update on uh, the state of your maybe not so new role now, but also of of an incredibly important uh, unit of uh, Continental and maybe what, what your priorities are these days.
1: Sure. Glad to do so. So, yeah, I came into this role CEO North America for Vitesco Technologies about a year and a half ago now. Um, really just before the coronavirus started. And um, it was already a, a pretty special time to be leading the region because in addition to, I'll say, normal duties, we're driving a pretty big trans- portfolio transformation to clean mobility, uh, going from a lot of the ICE technologies to the BEV electrification technologies. We're also preparing for a spinoff uh, of the Tesco technologies from Continental, and along with that, a pretty exciting challenge of intentionally shaping our work culture. So that was already somehow uh, the, the setup of key things to be doing. And then coronavirus hit. Uh, very proud of how the overall team has responded Uh, both from an operational performance perspective, but importantly, uh, in terms of enabling the health and safety of our employees, and now taking the silver lining for uh, new ways of working uh, across our company.
0: When you... Think about your own career and uh, you go back to the Ford days or even uh, Ricardo uh, for a while. Could you have envisioned that you would be um, at this point strategically of really setting the course for a whole new company? It's got to be extremely satisfying for you.
1: Oh, it sure is. I mean, what a once-in-a-what lifetime kind of challenge to uh, be in this role and this position at this point in time for the company. Um, You know, I've always taken the approach in my career to, um, you know, go to the opportunities where I could really make an impact as well as grow in capabilities and learn from that. And, you know, this is where that path has led me. And uh, like I said, really pleased to be in the seat and want to make a difference while I do so.
0: How have things changed over the course of the last year, given, uh, the pandemic. And, you know, you just referenced it. All of the plans were set going into the pandemic, and then obviously some things were put on hold. But how did it change the the way that you're approaching the business? Or maybe what did you learn during the course of those 12, 13 months?
1: Yeah, great question, Jason. We learned a lot during the last year or so. and We're still learning because the situation continues to unfold. And no doubt, uh, this is a situation that nobody had some kind of roadmap already defined for how to navigate through a pandemic um, on an automotive scale. But um, that also gave a kind of uh, allowance for learning as we went. And my communication approach with the team has always been, but is so reinforced now, of really deploying a kind of uh, radical truth, as Ray Dalio likes to say, of really being able to encourage open and honest and frequent communication so that all issues and ideas can be openly discussed. And that really served us throughout the coronavirus as establishing then with our work culture how uh, we communicated even in the face of not having all the answers. So that was one key piece. Another really important piece uh, was around accelerating our digital transformation. And uh, as we look at our old policies and procedures, it's, uh, you know, tempting in the past to have thought, ah, let's pilot one or the other thing tentatively and see how it goes and, and then expand from there we've just demonstrated uh, so many things over the past year that we can, in some cases, skip the pilot and go straight to the execution of new work modes. And that is really helping us work in a more agile and effective way.
0: Sandy, it's amazing how the headlines have changed in the last year as well. And, of course, investors are pouring billions into EV makers and traditional automotive companies are declaring the fact that electrification is the only path forward. I'm guessing that the is expecting to gain from that wave of enthusiasm for electrification from investors.
1: Well, you know, it was uh, also about a year and a half ago where we declared our strategy shifting from, um, you know, really a more uh, internal combustion engine set of products in our portfolio to a rapidly expanded uh, set of components that really allowed us to address the trends for electrification. And back about a year and a half ago, believe it or not, when we declared that strategy, there were still some naysayers that said, ah, they don't believe in this transformation to electrification in the vehicle landscape. Now you, you ask the question like you did, as in the electrification is the only path forward. And, you know, I think that just goes to show that the last year has really um, enabled us to confirm our, that we have a robust strategy in this trend toward electrification, and it has certainly accelerated. Uh, we do still see a life uh, for combustion engine products and, and pieces in our portfolio, uh, but the trend for growth in electrification is you know, really reinforced over this
0: last year. We'll hear more from Vitesco's CEO, Sandy Stoikovsky after this message.
2: The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. In fact, your CEO, Andreas Wolf, told Automotive News Europe
0: just last month that some of the latest market studies expect that 60% of global light vehicle production will be electrified by 2030, uh, which is up from, I believe the original forecast was about 40% by 2025. So there is an enormous shift at work here, right, Sandy?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he was referring to, of course, uh, some of the external data sources that we also rely on and, you know, when you take that figure globally of over 60% of the market being electrified in some form or fashion, whether it's mild, full, plug-in, or battery electric, you know, all those qualify as electrification, um, you know, the trend is undeniable. And into, until recently, even North America has not looked as bullish on electrification, But with some of the uh, announcements and the progress, you know, we really see accelerated trends for electrification also here in North America.
0: What are the opportunities for Vitesco as you consider not only the back half of this year, but also into the years to come?
1: Well, the back half of this year, we're looking forward to our spinoff from Continental. So this is definitely uh, front and center in our agenda as we look forward, we have uh, defined our direction 2030, which is our strategic plan, if you will, towards 2030. And as we become a full-line uh, clean mobility supplier uh, for 2030, we have therefore goals that we set for ourselves to get there uh, along the way. And so step-by-step, we take our pieces of that plan forward whether they be around our electrification or our presence with our customers or our approach with our employees or our overall sustainability these are really key and core pieces to how we step forward as a company and,
0: and what's the biggest challenge in doing a spin-off successfully i mean i know you're 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 going to have increased agility i would imagine but what are some of the other uh, opportunities that you want to take advantage of
1: well, I think the biggest challenge from my perspective anyway, especially given how we had to prepare for the spinoff uh, in North America, to back up a little bit, uh, we uh, declared ourselves as we were going to spin off even last year. And then with the coronavirus situation, uh, determines that the market uh, wasn't ready for such a spinoff last year. and We delayed it into this year. So uh, what we then did was make use of that extra time to really get ready for the spinoff. We set ourselves the goal of January 1st of this year to be operationally ready for the spinoff. And so last year in North America alone, we literally hired hundreds of people to to fulfill all the roles that we had identified as being necessary uh, within the Tesco Technologies North America so that we could stand on our own two feet uh, as an independent supplier and no longer rely on the services of the, the mothership of Continental. Uh, and so that was one of the key challenges was just getting, you know, the right people into our organization and defining all of that. But I'd say the um, extra challenge with a spinoff is uh, being able to be um intentional about defining your culture and your policies and your programs and things um, from the beginning, because you have this unique starting point. And so what you don't want to do is just copy and paste from the, the larger organization. You have this unique opportunity to start again And you don't want to lose it. And so, you know, time is somehow the enemy of doing that as much as you'd like. Uh, And so really just getting through that in the amount of time that you have. Um, Of course, we'll follow up and keep improving. But uh, this was a really unique opportunity.
0: If we were to talk a year from today, what would success look like to you?
1: Well, uh, success certainly looks like um, a well-done spinoff where um, certainly we've had no disruptions to any of our customers. We are um, maintaining our strategic direction towards 2030 and successfully doing so. Um, and, of course, we'd really like to make sure that our investors are um, rewarded for um, being part of the spinoff and so seeing you know a a stock price appreciation based on strong performance this is also success.
0: Wonderful we wish you all the best of luck and um, hopefully 2021 has a a bright uh, shine on it Sandy. (laughs)
1: Well, the first quarter is behind us, so uh, we've got three to go. And, uh, you know, as the spring has now arrived also in uh, the Detroit area here, uh, there's no reason not to smile.
0: Exactly. Thank you so much for being on Daily Drive, Sandy.
1: Thank you, Jason.
0: And that's Daily Drive for Wednesday, April 14th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of nearly 300 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Thursday.